Welcome to Taking Back Birth, a podcast for women who know the truth about birth and those who want to explore the path of radical birth love. I'm your host, Marin Green. Taking Back Birth celebrates the power you have to make decisions in alignment with your own truth. Decisions not subject to anyone else's authority. Decisions that create experiences that will change your life. Taking Back Birth is a production of the Indie Birth Private Contract Association and IndieBirth.org. No material on this podcast should be considered medical advice. Birth is not a medical event. So, another early pregnancy podcast, but first... Just a quick update and a belated, because it will be by the time you listen to this, happy Mother's Day, at least if you're here in the U.S. And even if you're not, or even if you're not a mother, it's a really timely time, it feels like, to reflect on all things about the earth and what brought us all here. So we were all brought here by a mother. But just sitting this morning with the energetics of that, uh, missing my mom, not because she's not alive, luckily, but she's been out of town for quite some time now. And just as I get older, I guess I find myself wanting to be closer to her, um, you know, accepting her for who she is maybe more than I did when I was younger. And I'm sure that has to do with being a mother myself and having all of these beautiful children, in particular, six girls. And there's just something really potent about that right now and this morning. And along with this podcast, um, pondering our maternal line is something that's been on my mind and my heart a lot lately. Just thinking about what we carry ancestrally that comes from our moms, our grandmothers, our great grandmothers, both the good, bad, the positive and the negative, the kind of things that daily affect our lives because they've been passed down and working with that, dealing with that, being grateful for that, all of the things, because it's no small feat to be from a line of women and we all are. So whether or not it's feeling relevant, this Mother's Day thing to you now, that's what I'm putting out there as a thing to sit with, if you so desire, just that ancestral blood that you hold. And it may be your maternal line, it may not be, it may be your paternal line, or it may be a line of women that you feel really connected to. But maybe they're not family in this life. I don't think it matters. In fact, I was feeling my paternal grandmother more this morning, as I often do if I am going to feel either of them, maternal or paternal. I was always closer to my paternal grandmother because we lived in the same place, uh, whereas my maternal grandmother did not. She lived many states away. So I only saw her once or twice a year. But my dad's mom is someone I grew up with. And I had a dream of her just the other night, which is kind of rare because she's gone now. She died. Oh, dear. I don't even know. It might be 10 years ago. So it's been quite some time. And I really don't 
dream of her, although I feel her a lot. So it was really special to have this dream where I was witnessing her as a young woman. It's as if I was hiding in the scene. So I was myself and I was witnessing my grandmother, Tessie, that was her name, as a young woman crossing the road in Brooklyn, New York, where she grew up. She was Italian and yeah, it felt really real, really, really real and made me just remember her and appreciate her. So I'm feeling all of those things this Mother's Day, as well as the fun announcement of saying I will be in the role of mother again in this life if all goes to plan. And so yet another early pregnancy podcast. Hopefully this is different than the other ones I have out there. If not just for you, but also me. I have a few others on early pregnancy. If anybody out there is new and or interested, there's one on not knowing if you're pregnant. And that's very early, obviously. There's one on morning sickness. There's one on pregnancy tests and probably some others I'm forgetting. But I am drawn to this subject today for all of those reasons that I've shared and also wanting to share with you all and capture where I am. And truthfully, this podcast is a little retroactive. So I'll be 14 weeks soon. And by the time this gets released, obviously, even past that point. And so I made these notes a couple of weeks ago. And I'm feeling already like I've moved past some of the things I've written down about the early stages, but I'm still going to share them because that's part of the early stage is that you're not even in a place to really share sometimes or do a podcast or do anything at all or process. So it still feels really important and relevant, even if I'm feeling different But while I was feeling this podcast earlier in this pregnancy, it really felt like something I wanted to do because it felt just different from any other podcast I've done and more poetic somehow, as if I didn't have these concrete sort of boring physical things I wanted to share, but definitely more emotional and spiritual So poetic, I love that word, and I would love to say that every moment of this pregnancy has been poetic and beautiful so far, but of course, it's also been really normal and sometimes hard. So it's just been moments where I've wanted to capture the poeticness of it. And most of it, I think, so far has been been spent, sorry, in a strange place, but a very familiar place of stagnancy. So again, I'm not feeling that way necessarily right now, hence me being able to even record this. But a couple of weeks ago and up to that point, just stagnant. I'm sure you know the feeling or can identify if you've been pregnant before. Being really in the physical body, feeling nauseous, feeling tired, But that's so real and poetic is a great aspect sometimes of our experience, but just the real raw truth of feeling exhausted is also important. 
But the poetic beauty definitely has been real. And funny enough, I felt like I could even isolate when I felt like that, more so before than now. But even now, it's early morning. I'm doing this podcast before the day really gets started because that's when I feel the best. And that's when everything seems rosy and beautiful and made of these gorgeous analogies and words. So my brain goes back and forth. Is this real? Is the beauty of this real? Or is it just really hard and you find a way to accept it and this is the way to accept it? But no, I actually think it is so beautiful. And even if it's just a couple of hours a day that I feel really in the flow now of life or physically better, who cares? So I kind of wanted to channel some of the emotional experience, not because we all have the same. We certainly don't. But for myself, because I've done this so many times, and no matter how many times I've been pregnant, each time, really, truly, it's different, it's new. And the words and the feelings that I have this honor of being in really are unique to pregnancy. So no matter how many times I've been through it, or how much I know about pregnancy, or how many women I've supported, I can't channel the same emotional state when I'm not in it. And I think that goes for so much of the pregnancy and birth experience. We can have intellectual knowledge, we can have experience of witnessing others, but being in it is the best teacher. And it's so fleeting. Once you're past a point or once your baby has been born, it's really, really hard to recall what it felt like and to find the words. So the phrase that I came up with just without really thinking about it, static transformation, felt so applicable to these early weeks of pregnancy Of course, static, I think, is pretty self-explanatory. So this feeling of not going anywhere in one way, no one can tell you're pregnant. Well, in my case, they kind of can, but you know, there's not huge amount of outward physical change happening. And even inside of our bodies, we can know what's happening and maybe how The baby is developing, for example, but it's not something we can actually know more about than we do. So it can often feel like nothing's happening. And I know that's definitely something women I work with say a lot when they're early pregnancy. Uh, They'll often say, am I really pregnant? (laughs) You know, kind of half jokingly, but not because you feel so different in some moments. And then in other moments, it's absolutely static. It just seems as if nothing is happening. So the transformation part, I think, is equally as self-explanatory, but a focus on emotional and spiritual growth this time feels like the drill, feels like what this pregnancy is about. And that hasn't been the way with every pregnancy for me. And I think most women would agree it either is or isn't. It's either a time of being thrown into the fire of growing in whatever way, or it sort of just feels like it stays the same and 
that's also a really important place to be. So there's not one better than the other. And I'm not sure we get a choice. But perhaps the babies do, you know, perhaps the babies are provoking spiritual growth for whatever reasons, soul reasons that they have, or your relationship with them, or they're not. And again, I've spent pregnancies feeling completely closed down, sometimes emotionally, at least till a certain point, and definitely spiritually, spiritually, like there's a wall up, nothing's coming in, nothing's going out. Uh, not really like seeing or feeling a whole lot more outside of my physical body. And that can be frustrating in a way if you're aware that there's so much out there and there's so many realms, but you can't make it happen. You can't push the river of being connected spiritually. I don't think you can't force it. Nothing will make it happen. Although certainly meditation or the techniques that we know we might have, we could utilize. But I found in those pregnancies that I don't want to do those things. So I think that goes hand in hand because this time I felt more inclined to meditate every day or at least take some quiet time. And I think that's because this is all going on. So invisible change is definitely happening and what feels like a lot of transformation is happening. And I really love it either way. But sharing more about the spiritual journey. Wow, it's hard to share in a way these kind of things, because sometimes there are no words and their feelings or experiences that we keep close for whatever reason, but have had a variety of strange things happen. And strange only, I guess, really, if it's new to you or surprising in some way. But I know lots of women feel more connected or might see things or hear things more in pregnancy again. So for me, that's kind of how this started off with a bang, just being really in mystery around how this pregnancy happened in the first place. Um, Yeah, of course, we all know how it happens, but just timing wise and being open, but not being in a place of, yes, this is going to happen, as I felt with my other children, like I've felt them beforehand and kind of received them at the time that was right for them. But this one, I was happy to receive, but it felt like I was late to that game, like it had already come in. So that was a new experience and definitely spiritual to me, because how else do these things work? You know, really. Um, And that goes for all pregnancies, I guess. To me, there are souls and readiness and timing and being invited in and karma and all of the things. So that's how this all began, feeling extra connected to something bigger than myself because it wasn't an intellectual planning. It wasn't an intellectual um, knowing. And I was really caught off guard even in all the ways, not just physically not knowing, but as it was leading up to the time of getting a period, I had no idea, no idea at all. And I forget now, honestly, that's how my brain is working. Another side effect of early pregnancy. I feel like my husband maybe said something about 
being pregnant. And it was so crazy to me. Like, I think, yeah, I don't know what I said other than that's crazy. That's impossible. It really felt impossible. It felt completely not a possibility based on what I thought I knew and what I thought I felt. So, wow, don't think you've ever experienced it all or know it all or just because you've been through it, it means anything at all. So I do feel that this soul had a lot of decision making more than normal. And that is all great. I was completely thrilled. We both were, we all are. But it felt like, wow, this soul is initiating something. And that's really how it's been. So challenging my own growth, um, questioning what I know about anything at all, those are huge things to come in with and for me to start working with. One thing that happened right away before I even knew I was pregnant, and I'm trying to think back, obviously it was after conception, but kind of in that interim time, was just feeling really powerful in a different way and setting some boundaries in my life with different people that felt unexpected almost even to myself. Like my rational brain was like, what are you doing? Why is this something you feel is necessary? But my heart was 500% on board. And that's often something that has come in for me in pregnancy in general, but usually once I know and once I'm well into a pregnancy, speaking my truth more and really just being more honest to who I am is a lot easier. So that started before I even knew I was pregnant. And in hindsight, I was thinking, wow, this baby is just helping me set better boundaries. Um, But that's such a human way of putting it. And I was kind of annoyed at myself almost for using that word. I mean, we all know what that word means, but it's so physical and it indicates that there's effort in a way needed. You know, you're thinking like, this isn't okay with me, or I need to draw the line. Like, that's what I think of with boundaries. And yes, they were those kind of choices, but I realized it wasn't even this conscious um, effort to be a certain way. It was simply based on energetics, that things didn't feel right that vibrations weren't matching and shifting where I wanted to be was the choice I needed to make. So, you know, that can be boundaries, I suppose, depending on how you look at it. But for me, in hindsight, it was so much bigger than that. It was so much deeper than that. And so unlike how I had thought of these kind of things before. So instead of like cutting something out of your life, it's really a shifting of yourself so that you and whatever it was, don't even resonate anymore. And that feels really potent to me and a really cool place to be and something that I'm really grateful for, whether it was me or this baby soul. Really, really grateful because, yeah, being in our own vibration, one we've consciously created, 
is probably our most important job here on earth. And not to segue or not to go on a tangent about all this ridiculous virus stuff, but that's definitely part of it for me, or that's most of it for me. And I've mentioned that on another podcast, just we get to choose where we want to be. So let's put our effort, let's put our life force, let's put our energy into how we want to feel and where that is kind of on the spectrum of frequency. And then we don't have to set boundaries. We just are and things and people and places and events that don't meet our frequency fall away because it's simple cosmic law. So thanks, baby. You have taught me a lot already about that. Lots of great realizations and really helping me feel into what belongs in my life and why. So being so conscious about that and having it come up as a real choice that I get to make is so powerful. And of course, I wish more people had that realization or, you know, that sounds a little obnoxious, I guess, but just the awareness that they had that power, I guess is what I want to say. The awareness that everyone holds the power to do that, to be where they want to be and then allow things to fall away or lots of great things to come in. It works in both directions. So it has really, really enforced what I believe. And again, it's it's been the pregnancy for sure in this soul, but the soul also obviously <clears throat> came in at the time of this virus. And I believe in there not being coincidences or accidents. So this was timing and this soul came in to show me And I have had some other experiences with this soul around this concept that I get to choose. I get to choose my vibration and I get to choose the timeline that I want to be on. And I'm choosing life, as I've said. And I think it's really ironic and cool that life has also literally come in at the same time. Life is fantastic. And I believe that I am powerful And I believe that I create from a place of how I feel. And this soul again has allowed me and taught me to feel this all so deeply in a new way. And again, this has been the early pregnancy experience in moments. This isn't every second of the day. It hasn't been every moment. There definitely have been some less enthusiastic times. And again, more based on physical, not feeling great, or getting down in the dumps, so to speak, about what's going on in the world. So I definitely have not been immune to that, being human and all, but generally the lessons have been powerful and very positive. So it feels like a deep or deeper, perhaps in my other pregnancies, a deeper spiritual experience early on here than I've had in other pregnancies. And now kind of going into the second trimester, um, I don't know, we'll see kind of if it continues in that way, or how it goes, I really don't know. So I'm also taking a really awesome class called Emotional Intelligence with Donna Maria Camps, who's an elder, who some of you may have heard of. Absolutely 
fantastic, fabulous woman course, bringing together of energy. And of course, my baby has brought me to this. And that again, feels really timely and potent and of no accident. I don't have time for a lot of courses. And it's not that I don't love to learn, but you know, the kind of things that are happening that are time sensitive are often really hard, even just attending births and whatnot. But I accepted this invitation. It felt completely right. And it was presented at a time a bunch of weeks ago when I feel like there's been a lot of great offerings online, especially due to what's going on in the world. Everyone has a class and a seminar and a webinar, and it's overwhelming. And a lot of it isn't good, in my opinion. You know, stuff I wouldn't pay for, wouldn't engage in, but a lot of it has been very enticing. So using my discretion and following kind of the voice that I hear led me to this particular class. And I have been so grateful and pleased with what's been presented. It's not information slash inspiration that you hear in many places, but it has been absolutely perfect. So without giving away what the class is about, I totally recommend it. Anytime she offers it, more focus on some of the things I was already feeling I needed to focus on. So uh, vibration and frequency and feeling and how our mind also plays a part in our ego and kind of, you know, the separate things that make us human. Uh, Some are more esoteric and spiritual and, you know, information about the mind, for example, somewhat practical, but it's um, really been a great elaboration on some of the things that the soul has brought up for me anyway. So lots of growth. And because I'm a weird person that likes to read random quotes in the middle of podcasts, I found this one, of course, again, just because it was perfect. And so I'm going to share that. But a quote by Rumi, who most people know. Each of these phrases, concert and metaphors. I want to burning, burning, burning. And now I'm going to ruin the quote by doubting my handwriting and wondering if the word was concert or concepts. Hmm, I'm not going to Google it while I'm sitting here. So that kind of disturbs the beauty of the quote, but I get the gist, and you probably do too. So, so much out there to digest. And in the end, choosing to work on yourself especially during such a metamorphosis of an experience. So more on working on stuff. This pregnancy has brought up a belief that I think most of us hold or have held or don't even know we are holding, which is that we're not enough. And Pregnancy is so great for unearthing the deepest places of ourselves that are there all the time, 
but take this special time to get heard. So feeling that, feeling what it feels like and where that's held in the body to not feel good enough, to feel unworthy, and then being conscious of that. You know, the first step to shifting something is awareness, not just letting it continue on as an unconscious belief, but realizing that when we have beliefs, even when we worked on them before, if they're deep enough, they surface at funny times. So not shifting my vibration has been huge in the context of that false belief that, you know, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. And I find that I don't really know, honestly, if men hold that as close and as dearly as women, but it seems like almost every woman I've ever met or talked to can find that within themselves. And so as a result, we are vibrating at a certain place. And then when we get around people that are particularly vibrating at a lower frequency than us, we feel the need to meet them there. And that's definitely something even in midwifery, you know, I think that it's not bad or good. It's just awareness of like, what are we sacrificing so that someone else doesn't feel bad about where they are and they can feel, you know, joined in solidarity. Um, I don't know, so many ways that looks. So I'm sure you have examples in your own life where you bend kind of unnecessarily to meet someone where they're at. And of course, you know, that doesn't mean we're, we don't listen or support or hold space, but it's a feeling. It's a feeling of allowing yourself to kind of be drugged down by where someone else is at. And then often, and it's, it's not something we're conscious of, we take on where that person's at. So maybe they're feeling really fearful or they're really sad or angry uh, when we're with them, if we're a sensitive person. And again, we maybe hold this belief that we're not worthy of keeping where we're at, we're not worthy of being happy, even when other people aren't, then we let ourselves go there. And sometimes we stay there. So that's been a really cool thing to feel into and have this soul help me with. Definitely doing more meditation, as I said, and just being more aware of relationships I'm in, both the closer, deeper ones, and really any of them, even with people I work with, and feeling into that whole thing that I just described and having awareness. So thanks, baby, for burning, burning up uh, negative and false beliefs that I've had, and really just helping me see them. So there are obvious next steps to doing more work, but again, early pregnancy. So we'll see where it goes. Another thing that's definitely come up as I've mentioned, but just to say in a different way, is a deeper understanding of how my beliefs, both the conscious and unconscious ones, as I've just shared, really do create my reality. And again, that's the hugest place of power. And I think that's so relevant as we are in a pregnancy. What do we expect to happen? How do we expect to go through this pregnancy? And I would catch myself too, almost expecting to feel badly, you know, as in not feeling great physically, nausea, being tired. And sure, a certain amount of that is physiological, right? 
or at least that's what we're told, that as a baby's developing, this is how we should feel. But it's made me question all of that. Is that true? You know, is that true for me? How much choice do I think I have in how I approach each day of how I feel with this pregnancy? And so think about it. Think how far reaching that is in the pregnancy and birth arena. Think how far reaching it is to create your own reality in birth. And yeah. And that reminds me of that podcast I actually did with Cove's birth. So I mean, I've been into these ideas for some time and trying my best to consciously practice them in my life. And we'll see. So again, this will all unfold, hopefully, in a way that will make sense. And I'll share. So I think that's about all this baby is asking me to share today. Just the spiritual transformation and this soul's arrival, which on its own seems like a very fun announcement to share with those of you that listen. Because if you listen, you probably listen regularly. And it kind of feels like family, kind of feels like my living room. So thanks for listening. Thanks for doing your virtual holding of space from wherever you are for me, for this pregnancy, for where I am now, from where, for where I will go for this soul and for all the other women you probably do that for. I appreciate you listening and let's see any last minute announcements. Uh, not really. Uh, we still have our free social platform, social.indiebirth.org. It's free to join over there, at least just as a member of the forums. So we'd love to see you there to engage in more conversation, uh, to chat with Margo and I. You can post all kinds of great stuff. So it's a wonderful place to connect with the Indie Birth community and just keep it all going. So lots of love. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.